And with that, I welcome you to the Derek Zoolander Keeper League for kids who can't read good and want to do other stuff good too podcast. Uh, I have a special guest on the program today. If you couldn't tell by the intro song, it is the proud owner and my fantasy team partner in the More Taste League of the uh, Not Okay team. Uh, Zombil, it's an honor to have you on the podcast today. Wow. Wow. What a, what a intro. Thank, thank you so much for having me on for, uh, the first time. And, uh, you know, I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the first couple of pods, I, 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 I heard you didn't think I was listening to them, but I, I am. And the first couple of pods, you know, your first couple of guests were, were, were pretty good. Um, so I, I hope I can, I can kind of, you know, live up to them as, uh, as a, as a guest, but on, on one point, you didn't understand where my team name came from, and I just want to address that quickly. So, the the team I took over, their old name was the really bad team. I think you named them that because I mean, let's face it, their team their team was shit. So when I took it over, they were okay. They weren't, you know, I, I'm not gonna lie, they weren't great, but they were okay. And at this point, they're the not okay team so we'll, we'll see if we can turn it around and and become a, a playoff team well i like that because i actually didn't even name them that the the kid oh, tyler wow. who who actually owns that team he just i guess the, the three times he checked last year decided to make his team name uh that and it was fitting because his team was um awful uh, that's, really awful. that's shocking but he that's had shocking to me. he had like the best keeper options in the league for uh Oh no! Uh, well, he, he had good keeper options. He had one of the, actually, he had no keeper options. Never mind, Mateo. I'm confusing with your team, who you also took over a team. Um, he had really good keeper options. Yeah, Mateo, Mateo you, you had really good uh, keeper options, of which you ended up with Aaron Jones from that. So yes, yes I did. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I guess you just <laughs> thank Mateo for that one because that is how you got Aaron Jones. Um, but yeah, hey, we we had some good guests on the program. The fact that you're actually on it. You've already outperformed uh, Foster, who yep. Foster, I know you actually listen. So uh, we haven't I couldn't just make it work last week for whatever reason. I'm gonna try and get him on the midseason awards, uh, week seven. I'm gonna do this week six already. Yeah, fucking crazy. This this thing's flying. But yeah, ne- week six, week seven next week. I'm gonna do midseason awards because I think the playoffs start week fourteen. So that's like half a season for us. Uh, yeah, sounds like a good idea. And I didn't, and I didn't want to say anything about last week's because I honestly didn't listen to it. But I, I did hear there there was some shit talking about about my team and, and my matchup last week. Yeah, it was me specifically. I specifically yeah. um, questioned you biting into the reverse jinx. Um, <sighs> we we both know in in the MTL there's a million reverse jinxes. Like I can't even like deal with them every week because. Sam and Rapan last week. Rapan's up sixty-five points last week in doing a reverse jinx. Like I've never. I don't think they work like that. I'm not, I don't think you're supposed to do a reverse jinx when you're winning, like blowing the other team out. But uh, that's kind of a bad look for him. But yeah, you uh, walked right into it. Yeah, Rapan's was definitely an early, early reverse jinx. I so I didn't tell you this, but I I, I was in another league where the matchup was really close and. He reverse jinxed me, but I think I was so focused on that first reverse jinx because it happened earlier that I reverse jinxed him back, and that was all. I, that's all I could muster for the weekend. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do another one. Um, 
if I tried, I may have pulled something. So, you know, good on Phil for doing it first. Um, I still think it's a jive turkey move to initiate it. Um, so, Phil, you're, you're JT. I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, you know, uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. That is exactly uh, the way the cookie crumbles. And not only did it happen once, it happened again. And um, it made me sick. Like, I literally spent... I, I, like, ran out of time last week. I had to, like, really rush at the end because I must have spent, like, seven or eight minutes, literally seven or eight of my intro minutes talking about the reverse jinx, how it happened, how I fully believe in it. I was talking about some examples of it, how you walked right into it, how I never wanted to see it happen again <laughs> in the league where someone literally did the same exact thing. And sure enough... <laughs> Three days later, no, not even, because I, I posted it, like, Friday night after 12 a.m., actually. So, technically, like, sat early Saturday morning. Yeah, because I did it, like, 11.54 at night, I remember. Um, literally, what, like, 36 hours later, whatever it is, Ian did the same fucking thing. <laughs> like, or, yeah, he did on Monday, 48 hours later, he did the exact same thing, saying the matchup was over, saying the Phil, you want to bet that I win this week, and now Phil was smart. Phil didn't take the bait and say, yeah, like, I'll bet you, because I guess why would you? But if he did bet, I don't think his team would have won. Phil just did the right thing. He accepted uh, his loss that didn't end up coming to fruition. And um, not only did he end up winning, pretty sure he won, or I guess we'll go into it in the matchups, but I wasn't really even that close. It wasn't like... Pretty sure the fr- yeah the first play Matt Breda went like eighty four yards for a touchdown. Yeah, just walked yeah, Matt, in. Matt Breda has just been some kind of you know freak over the first uh, five weeks of the season here, but I, I'm pretty sure they're getting Tevin Coleman back. He played last um, week, so that might change. He he played last week, got like sixteen carries. I have to look. Um, I actually do have, and we're gonna go into this. I know. Last week. Um, yeah, he got like 15, 16 carries. I, I have all the splits in front of me too. You know, I have those. Amazing. Um, well, we're gonna get him. Well, Cleveland is hot garbage. So we, yeah, yeah, oh, uh, garbage. We're we're gonna yeah. get. Let's see. Is this just for one team? That's really disappointing. Did this kid really just, really just post the snaps for one team this week. No. Okay. He did not. Um. <laughs> That would have been real. Sorry, that's really bad content for you guys. Should have been prepared. All right, Tevin Coleman, thirty-four percent. Matt Breda, thirty-four percent. Raheem Mostert, thirty-two percent. So, yeah, that's that did happen, and we're actually that's a perfect segue into. um, Because you know what, I can't even spend more time on the reverse things. Like Ian, you made me sick last week. I like, I threw up my breakfast when I saw what you did. Um, it was a JT move. It, it was. was move. It was. It was a. It was a jive turkey squared move because. Yep. You, Ian, you were the jive turkey for getting jive turkeyed. <laughs> so that was like, oof, I don't even want to think about it, Ian. Don't don't do it again. No one do no, it again. Don't around. do it again. If it happens again, I don't even know. I you're. We're not talking about your team for a week on the podcast. You just don't exist. If Some it considerations happens, are gonna yeah, have to be made. Yeah, just like your your team doesn't exist. Um. I should. You should get fined. Like you truly should get fined for that. Um, yep. But okay, we're gonna go into some free agent bids because we both had uh, a little bit on that, and it, that made me think of Matt Breda because uh, if, um, Ian had drafted Matt Breda. He drafted him. Let's let's get this confirmed because it was early. It was certainly 
Ian, I don't think this podcast is going to be kind to you today. Um, hold on. No, it is not. No, that's not my intention. <laughs> it's not my intention, but I just do what you guys give me. Um, I feel like I'm always talking about Phil and Ian. They give me a lot in the group chat. I, I'm grateful for it. They're the ones that give me content, whether it's good or bad. Or, they do give great content. Um, yeah. So that's no really that. that's all you could ask for. Um, Ian, Monty P's Holy Cup. Okay, Ian, so round seven, he took Matt Breda. He also took Duke Johnson round five, but we're not even going to talk about that. Uh, yeah, Matt, no, no, no. Matt Breda was his seventh round pick. I'm not sure when he cut him. I don't, I'm don't. i not going to go even feel like going through it. I think he must have – he cut him before the bye week. Cause I I'll guess, go through it. Um, right before the bye week, I think Tevin Coleman, he, he was assuming, was coming back. Um, I don't, And you know what? Honestly, he doesn't even get that many carries for whatever reason. We'll, we'll do it when uh, we go to – he, uh, Phil's team when we do that matchup. But like, he not... cut him September 25th. Okay, so it was like two weeks ago. Uh, Phil... My week. Yeah, like right before uh, Phil swoops in like the... I know he likes to say he's coach of the year. We'll see so far in the midseason awards next week, but that's definitely a move. He comes in, swoops him up for um, $25. I will say the second highest free agent bid was 11 but he came in, he swooped him up, and... Matt Breda goes off for 28 points. Uh, he had he had about 28 points combined through the first three weeks, so that's just kind of how fantasy goes. Don't even get me started on Will Fuller because we're going to – oh, God, we're going to – I hate him so We're going to get to that when he dropped 54 on me. Um, but, yeah, okay, so, so, guys, free agent bids. I'm looking – some of you guys are okay. Do you know how it works? Yeah, so – I guess they know how it works, but you gotta well, be—you yeah. guys gotta be patient. So, me, so here's some advice for me and Zombil right here. Um, as a team that every year, because we are in a two-quarterback league that doesn't draft the backup, every time someone gets hurt <laughs> for the season, what do we do? We we don't use it. We don't. We don't. Well, we we use all of it. We use on all of it. Player. Yeah, on one player. <laughs> um, every time a quarterback gets hurt. We spend the whole the last couple years. We've spent the entire budget on one player, yep. and I don't, sometimes we don't even play them. Like we end up not even having to play them for whatever Never. reason. It's just we choose a quarterback. Yeah, we uh, just, not a quarterback, a, a kicker. We choose a kicker over them because yeah. you know sometimes that's just that's just the better option. Yeah, they're they're not even going to only Seth, who I am positive over two hundred percent sure doesn't listen to these podcasts would even uh, understand what's going on with that one yep. uh, but, but uh, yes yeah, so we we use all our budget this is the first year we really haven't and uh, what happens every year fantasy playoff time comes around there's a major injury or in Kareem oh, Hunt's case you beat your kids and your wife and there's the championship winning free agent that comes along every year the champion last year, Phil, who did you pick up? Damian Williams. Who did Sam in our league last year pick up over Ross? Damian Williams. Both league champions. Coincidence? I think not. I think not. You want <laughs> guys, you want to have waiver budget for that. Don't don't screw yourself, especially if you're looking good. I mean, six of us make the playoffs. If you're looking good for the playoffs, don't screw yourself with the waiver budget. You know, it ends up adding up. Like a couple dollars here and there is is fine, but especially when you're when you're doing it a lot at one time, like 
I can't, I'm not going to rip the Breda one for 25 that, that worked out. Maybe it'll continue to work out all year, but there's some other ones. Um, just example, Wayne Gallman. And I said, I'm going to own this at the time. I thought it was a good for 22s. I thought they, they'd get like five, six weeks out of him. Clearly they didn't. They got one week of, or maybe two weeks. They got like two weeks out of him. Uh, ass eating season that's a $22 wasted okay this same team just spent 11 on Gerald Everett guess what the second bid was a dollar so that's $33 right there Ian I already went into this one you spent $26 on the Chicago defense what did they do last week they got you four points okay that was not they were not worth $26 I spent five dollars on Debo Samuel and that was dumb like I wish I didn't do that I spent five dollars on that um John Ross fifteen dollars Asian season is yet yeah, is dead. Um, I guess they traded him, but uh, Marquise Brown thirty five dollars. That one, I don't know. He hasn't done anything since week one, but I guess there's some keeper value there. But still, that's a um, if there wasn't keeper value, I don't know if that's why you picked him up. Um, uh, Javelin's team, but these kind of waiver dollar bids add up big time. Like I'm looking at Scott's team. In particular, Scott, how much do you have left? You have... It's got like 36 left, I think. Yeah, you only have 36 left, and you did not get... I, I don't I don't know like who you spent it on. I guess Everett and Gallman. I don't he think has that, no tight end still. Yeah. Like, like Hawkinson is, I, I would say, still questionable. I would never rely on Matthew Stafford to get the ball into my receiver's hands. He, he, so that's why he spent 11 on Everett, but he, he could have spent two. Um, yeah. They they just add up, and you don't need to be doing this. Like you just you, it's it's a waste. I don't think any any of these guys are even on your team still. Like I'm pretty sure you. Sp- I can't go all the way down, but I'm pretty sure you spent like five dollars on Garoppolo at one point. Um, these are just like if these Brady are, goes down, his team's gonna be in trouble. Yeah, well, that was actually so he traded John Ross for him, but. Yep. You don't need to be doing this kind of stuff, guys. I spent way too much time on this, but I guess it's still new. Like we, It's just the first year. When the playoffs come around, especially for those of you in the playoffs, there's always guys who sit for whatever reason. It's late in the year. There's injuries. Um, week 15, 16, people, teams are done. Their guys are injured. They're sitting players. You just you want to have some budget for that. You, you don't want to be sitting there with $10, and Damian Williams is available now, you know, like an equivalent. And the guy you're playing still has fifty, sixty dollars left. You just, if you you guys can all do it yourself, go through the free agent bids. You could, or you could just go through like all the transactions. You'll see for yourself. Almost none of these guys were worth the money that were spent big money on. I think Matt Breda maybe was the only one that someone got actual. Oh my God, Ian, you spent thirty dollars on Nelson Aguilar. No, we didn't. You did. No, we didn't. You did. I forgot that one. Ian, you spent 30s on that. You know what you did with that one. So, I hope everyone who listens to this takes a lesson from it. Don't do that. Yeah, don't Um, do that. Or do that. Don't follow Ian there. Or do that that because, you know, we're we're in the league with you. I don't want you guys to win. I want to win. So, actually, everyone keep doing that. Keep spending. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, actually, I don't know what I'm saying either. Yeah, just do that while you can. Uh, make sure you get that as close to zero as possible. And um, that's it. That's it for this rant. Uh, Shake and Bake still has 100. I don't know if – I think – pretty sure Mateo listens. Um, I don't know if he's ever going to use waiver budget. 
Mateo, it doesn't like carry over, j- just so you know. Um, mm, yeah, but that's also a rule. Yeah, try and stay either at a hundred or zero. Either one, they're my two options. Um, but yeah, all right. So that that was it. We sp- spent like sixteen minutes on <laughs> nothing related to the actual matchups. This is gonna come out of the game picks time, but it needed to be done because this was actually really bothering me when I saw, especially the thirty from Aguilar Ian. What? I, I think you only played him one week. Like that was uh, aggressive. That was really aggressive. All right, so we're we're. I'm not even thinking about it anymore. We're going into the game picks. Uh, the uh, games recap from last week, week five. Um, we'll save our two matchups for last. So we'll start with. You ready? Seth's perfect team versus touchdown my pants. So I have to apologize for this one. I apologize to you, Stern. I said I wouldn't talk about Seth's team because, and I'm I'm almost 100% sure this is still the case. Actually, let me let me just confirm this. Seth didn't have a full lineup, and I said I wouldn't talk about his team until he did. So that's actually going to stand. Um, he does. Okay, Seth has a full lineup, so Seth gets to be a part of the podcast this week. I said I um I that you were just going to blow him out. I didn't really want to spend any time on it. You lost, Stern. Um, <laughs> how I was saying this was a big week for you, chance to get like a free win. Uh, I jinxed you. Cle- like, clearly, I jinxed you. Uh, the announcer's jinx. Uh, Zombil, what did you think of this matchup? I am also surprised that Stern didn't pull away with, with the dub this week. Um, it, I mean, looking at his team, you know, it's not all that surprising. His stars didn't play very well. Um, Sony Michelle is really the only one who came out and helped him. Uh, I have Jameson Crowder in another league, and it looked good early on. But then, you know, even though they were down massive for the entirety of the game, they just refused to throw it, you know, to him in the slot, which which you would think they try and do. They try to, you know, get that going a little bit, being down multiple multiple scores for for more than two quarters at a time but regardless uh, we have we have brighter uh pastures ahead of us with with him don't worry stern um but seth you know congratulations man like it's it's great to see you on the board um it was unfortunate that you know you you had to to come to the auto bot uh for the first couple of 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 draft rounds um but you know you got a solid team here man like once Tariq uh hill comes back like i I really think that you can potentially you know make a run and and uh and get get in a playoff spot and do some damage you got scary terry in your flex uh you got you know ty hilton who i am a very big fan of i have him in another league of mine um if he is you know anywhere close to 100 percent he will just be consistent for you week in and week out and then i'm sure you got elliot at a bargain um unless the autobot screwed you and didn't realize that he may have not not played week one so you actually you may have taken him like fourth overall so regardless good pick um so yeah you know this was an interesting matchup for, for sure yeah um this was i guess let me just make sure but i'm pretty sure this was the you know what? I think I'm going to start doing this, the disgrace matchup of the week. Every week there's one matchup I look at, and I'm like, I don't want to talk about this one. This was like a disgraceful matchup, and this was it. This was the yeah. D, uh, I think you can, you can make an O-W. argument for, for another matchup this week for a different reason, but but I, I won't do that. From last do that week? You, from last week? Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, wait. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at – am I looking at last last week's? No, no, I'm looking at the right one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you're, I think your matchup could, could fall under that category. It was, mine was the the brutal matchup of the week. Like, okay, okay. Both you know, teams that's a lot performed more a little bit. Like This one was 123 to 104. They were the two lowest scores of the week, and they actually played each other. Like This was easily the um, – I, I just figured out in my head the DMOW, the DMOW, the disgraceful matchup of the week. Um, yeah. Yep, yep. Seth, okay, I like it. Seth comes out the victor of that one. Um Stern, I still don't think your team is is bad. I I, I, I don't do. know what I don't know. You have to realize he has Saquon also and Kenny Galladay. That's not a part of like in this lineup here. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I said it before. Like I, I will never rely on someone who has to catch Matt Stafford's balls. <laughs> uh, don't rely on his balls. Just do not rely on Stafford's balls. Uh, you know. He needs to hope Njoku can get back where, while he's still in a potential spot to make a run at a playoff spot. Uh, maybe us having ten teams will uh, help him there, but he could he could be you know floating around the bottom of the of the league for for you know most of this season. I I also have Diggs in another league, um, and I hate him. I hate oh, him this year. He hates where he is. You know, Kirk Cousins hates him. I don't understand it. You know, it might be I. I don't. I don't want to judge, but it might be a race thing. It, might, it you is know, a race thing. He only throws thing. to Thielen. We all see it. We've seen it for several years now. Stefan sees it. He wants to go to the Patriots. Let him go. I like it. Yeah. Just, just sorry. Let him go somewhere else. He, I, just get him out of. Know, league, Ross is actually still. Just so you know, he's still trying to trade him to us in in the other league for for Hopkins. Just so you know. Um, yep. he just yep. like was just texting me about it. I like zoned out for a second because I was actually reading it. Um, I like that. that, that <laughs> not not sure. That was why my response was that actually. Um, I like lost my train of thought for a second. Um, I was gonna say about Matt Stafford. Um, I'm gonna personally call um Kelly Stafford and see what it's like to catch balls from him consistently because I kind of want to know from like a, a fantasy's perspective. Uh, what just like what's that like? Because um, I assume that if anyone's catching balls from Matt Stafford, it's Kelly Stafford, and yeah. um, she's hot too. So you she know, is hot. Like she, yeah, yeah, he probably he probably puts all of his ball throwing effort to her, and just doesn't have anything left on, on Sundays and Thursdays. That's it, yeah, easily what it is. Yeah, a hundred percent. Cats out of the cats out of the bag. Yeah. Matt Stafford. That's why um, the Lions suck. There really was not a lot of analysis in this matchup. I don't think. I don't think this matchup <laughs> deserves it. Um, honestly, I don't know. No, we can just move on. We're just. Yeah, that you know that's what you get for being that matchup of the week. The M W O. No, the the D, the D M the D M O W the D M O W the disgraceful matchup of the week. Yep. Um, we're, I'm going to work on that in the, the coming weeks, the, the DMAO every week. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, honestly, neither of them listen to the podcast anyway, so, uh, <laughs> you don't listen, you don't get much, uh, the people who listen, you guys get the minutes. Okay. You guys earned it. Um, next matchup. I know both you guys listen, or at least I know Ian listens. I think Scott Scott like kind of peppers in listen. Oh, Scott didn't play him. Okay. I actually want to save that one for um last um we're, we'll do ass eating season versus shake and bake now i i also i these are two apologies that i owe that i made sure i i remembered to apologize um i said i didn't have a reason actually i didn't have a reason 
for not liking Scott's team. I just said it, it felt weird to me. There was something off. And that if he had a huge week, I would come on and eat my words. Mm. And he put up 208 points. With um, Was that enough? Yeah. yeah well, just, okay. Like, just enough. I, yeah. 205 plus. Like, if he put up two, 204, I would have been like, mm. nah, nah, like, nah. You That's guys fair. didn't do shit. But 208. Uh, Wayne Gallman had one four, and Ebron had one eight, and I'm pretty sure they spent some waiver budget on Ebron as well. I, I don't even I don't even want to know, but I'm pretty sure they did. Um, so pretty impressive that that happened. The 208 yeah. points with that. Um, so I'm gonna let you start here. What do you think about Scott's team? So it's funny. It's funny you said that about his team last week because. Like I said originally at the beginning of the pod, I didn't listen to last week yet, and I had the same exact feeling that you did looking at his team when I was scanning the teams this uh, uh, tonight. So let me tell you why you didn't like his team. And it starts with an F and ends with a Freeman. Yes. Or, or something like that. Yeah. Devonta Freeman. That's what you don't like about his team because you know what? He is so hot and cold, you don't know whether to throw him back into the garbage or start him every single week because you, you just don't know what you're going to get out of him. And tight ends right now for, for Indianapolis, I don't know what Brissett's deal is. He doesn't like throwing it to him. Keep throwing it to T.Y. That's benefiting me in my other league. I fucking love it. Um, Michael Thomas, well, I I – I love Michael Thomas. He he might be my favorite wide receiver in the entire league right now, and everyone knows how big of a Packers fan I am. We have a fantastic wide receiver. Michael Thomas is ahead of Devontae Adams, without a doubt. He is just that freaking good. I get Michael Thomas whenever I can every single year in the first round because he is dynamic and consistent. 22, 18, 16, 18, 41. That's a number one pick every single year that you like. And Amari Cooper, that's that might be the question mark for me. So you're relying on Dak. Can you rely on Dak at the end of the year? You're going to be facing the Rams, the Eagles, and the Bears in, in the playoffs uh, for fantasy. So, I, I, you know, that's a good that's, point. That's going to be tough. That's going to be tough, tough to overcome. Um, Chris Godwin, apparently he's a freak. I didn't really know much about him before this year. I heard there was a lot of hype. Didn't really touch a him lot that of much. Hype. Um, and Josh Jacobs, he's on another team of mine. I don't know what to make of him. Similar feeling as Devontae Freeman. Don't know whether to start him. Don't know whether to just throw him out. Yeah, it's weird with Jacobs. The talent is clearly... I think he was just kind of like banged up for a couple weeks. Like the two weeks he didn't do well, uh, he only got 12 and 10 touches. And then the other weeks were all pretty high amounts of 17, 23, 26... And he uh, he did well in those weeks. So I think it's more that like he looks really good. I don't think anyone saw the last week coming against Chicago, yeah. but um, no, absolutely not. What surprised me though is coming into the year they were touting the fact that he could be a three down back, getting passes, um, taking those looks away from Jalen Richard. But we haven't really seen that. He's just been more of a running guy. When they get down in the game like they were versus Kansas City, like they were versus Minnesota, he's not utilized as much. So, you know, you may have to just play him week to week based on a matchup. That's actually interesting because those were the two weeks I'm pretty sure he was like something with his elbow and something else. The two weeks he was actually hurt. And those are their two losses. So that's actually kind of interesting. interesting. Uh, those are the two games that the, the games they didn't really get to. Even though that one game, he actually ran 12 for 99. Um 
Yeah, but, which is amazing. And they traded up for him, too. So they, re- yeah. they really like him there in Oakland. That was the Khalil Mack pick, I think, actually, was yes, Josh was. Jacobs. Um, so, yeah, I think you're right. I think it is the Devontae Freeman. I, every week that I go over this team, I say it makes me sick to um, actually see his name. Like, I don't even want <laughs> – he hasn't even been that bad. Like, it's funny. He hasn't been that bad. We don't really even play him because I don't like to see his face in our lineup, and I know you don't like to see his face either. I hate his face. It's disgusting. It's it's disgusting. I'm so actually gonna bad. look up really quick for the for the league if he's married because I want to see uh, if he ha- if he has a wife that has to look that face in the eye. Oh, he is. She kind of looks like Tiger Woods though. If that's Tiger, the second, um, that's the second wife. Malika Nash. Yep. Oh, it's a girlfriend. Okay, so I, I respect that. She didn't want to get locked into that face long term. But like, is there just enough that when this long contract runs out, she could be like, you know what? Um, that face is busted. You you kind of disgust me. You got no talent. I'm out the door. Um, well, she bought in low on him. Um, after his first wife left him, um, you know, the the year after we traded multiple multiple picks <laughs> to acquire him, um, and she was done. He took the kids, left. Um, this girl girlfriend swooped in. Uh, is playing the waiting game. So you know, buy low, maybe sell high, uh, and good luck to her. That was a start. Uh, I like that strategic move. Um, like really was right. yeah that's actually interesting we should have looked into that beforehand uh, <laughs> but now we got the next team here now this team was auto picked he did he did it again Mateo five weeks five quarterbacks um, not something he, he's had Kyler Murray the whole year which actually interests me um, he's played five quarterbacks but never the one that I think was drafted for him who's been good every week um, kind of funny to me but I like his team, uh, even though he is Odell. And just a side story, I follow a bunch of fantasy pages, and in a pretty big league, uh, this one guy was tied. It was Cleveland's kicker against Odell, and there was no decimals in that league. And uh, I think it's like half PPR or something, and, he, and it was 3-3. Both guys put up three, and this kid tied on a where all he needed was OBJ to outscore the kicker. It didn't happen. Um, oh my god also side note baker mayfield put up negative two i saw one where a guy was winning by half a point and lost because baker mayfield got negative two um so you never know um but i do i do like tell you i like your team if brandon cooks is still alive which i think brandon cooks is alive um he's expected to play uh dalvin cook is it hurts me to even look at this because we wanted him badly we he went one pick before we took joe mixon um, just been an awful, awful mistake. Yeah, and pretty I guess, much, pretty much season determining. Yeah, well, we wanted him bad. It didn't happen. I kind of wish we ended up taking him at ten, but uh, whatever. It did that didn't work out. It was kind of hard to take him at ten. But um, yeah. Derrick Henry's been really solid every week. His worst week's been eleven six. Definitely, like it's pretty consistent. Austin Hooper's been amazing. Uh, one of the best tight ends in fantasy. Tyler Lockett had one of the best catches I've ever seen, catching throws last week That uh, between him and Ross. He, he's been really nice. DJ Chark Jr. is uh, special. You, you could just see it. He's special. I, he, he clearly wasn't drafted, but that's going to be a nice keeper in the seventh round because he's absolutely murdering it this year. And then on his bench, um, it's not much. I mean, he does have Deshaun Eckler. It's interesting. Eckler got two carries last week, and because they were losing, he got 15 receptions. So I don't know how to view him going forward with Melvin because clearly he's not getting carries anymore. Like he got two t- carries. 
I'd imagine he's, there's really not going to be a lot there. But he's also not going to get 16 targets because they usually are winning. So he, he he's projected, he was projected 13-7 last year. That's probably a fair projection. He didn't play him. That was, I guess, in hindsight, I guess he could have. But I don't blame him for not to. He's got, he's got a good bench. Um, He has Hunter Henry coming back too. I guess he could even play him at the flex because you're, you're not taking Austin Hooper out. Um, you, Do you like this team? Yeah, it's an interesting team. Um, I, I think you can honestly hit. Wow, his name is actually perfect. Shake and bake. I was thinking baloney because like this is just assembling a bunch of different like weird hodgepodge players that you wouldn't necessarily necessarily consider fantasy stars, but looking at them like like you said they're they've been consistent week over week tyler lockett fantastic catches dj shark who the fuck is that derrick henry finally having a good year austin hooper's been boning boned us you know <laughs> you know that and i'm sure he's been yes. boning a lot of other le- uh teams in in other leagues this year um and and yeah our 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 precious dalvin cook is you know finally looking like the running back that we thought he was going to be two years ago yeah we drafted him fourth or fifth round one year his rookie year before he uh just raped his knee and he was looking awesome for us that that year um consensual yeah it was it, it was a cons- i guess it was consensual yeah um it's consensual rape consensual rape so for one party um it was consensual for the other the implication yeah it was the implication um <laughs> that he was gonna get his knee raped up um the only thing with this is that he does not have madison that would I don't know if Madison's available or not, but Mateo, you should try and get him just in case because um, I'd be a little concerned about that. You probably don't have to have Tony Pollard anymore. Um, but other than that, this this team is is good. I like this team. There's a reason it's three and two. I would hold Pollard just in case. You never you never know when Elliot just like turns around and says, "Listen, this is still not enough." So I'm going <laughs> to say more, more and then we'll talk again. Um, he's second in the league in points. This is a good team. Um, oof, we're almost at 35 minutes here. There's a chance I can wrap these together if we do go over, but we'll, we'll see. Um, we're going, we'll go to the next one. We'll save our two for last here. Yeah, we'll do this one quickly. This is actually, you know what? This is one I wanted to spend time on. This is Phil and Ian, so we're going to wow. do mine quick. Um, I don't know, like, I don't really do too much for mine. What do you think of Foster's team? I think Foster's team is really dangerous um this is a team that everyone should be super concerned about not only does he have a bunch of sick pass catchers but he has arguably the best quarterback in the league right now so this is a definite team to watch to go going into the later uh weeks and beyond yeah i know he always says uh he's got and because i've talked to him about it he has great pass catchers but the running backs are um iffy and I've actually helped him a couple times. I think, I don't know if I told him to pick up Carlos Hyde. I may have said something about Hyde. I don't know. He, he That one may have been on him. Frank Gore, I did tell him to add. He got him for a couple dollars. Um, he still has Jeff Wilson. I That one, I told him to pick him up like a couple weeks ago. He was actually inactive last week. Foster, you could um you could get rid of Jeff Wilson. He was, <laughs> he was actually inactive last week because Devin Coleman's back. But... Um, Will Fuller. Um, Fuck Will Fuller. So I'm just going him and I'm, Watson. I'm just going to do it Hopkins. quick. He had nine and eight, so about 17, 27, about 32, 33 points, okay? Through five weeks. That's 
little less than seven points a week, if I'm correct, right? Like 33 points, five weeks. Um, Put up 53.7 last week, okay? 53. Now, keep in mind, if he puts up 40, I win. If he puts up 45, I win. But he put up 53. 53.7 points. He had 6, 11... He had 14 catches through five through four weeks. Okay, so my math was actually a little off. It was 33 points through four weeks, so that, not, a, not a big difference. But he had 14 catches through four weeks, 14 catches last week. Literally, he has 28 catches now. Um, I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure why Foster even played him, honestly. And he told me himself he wasn't sure why he played him. There was no, like, reason to. You know, like, he had eight. Point nine. He had eight. He had ten. He had five point three. None of those in a ten-team league. You're like, let me start this guy at flex. But that's what happened. Um, one Foster of the week, and points-wise, it's gonna be huge for him all season. If you look at his bench, there really was like nothing on his bench at all. So I guess I, I don't blame him for he. Who could he have played? Maybe Royce Freeman. Um, but yeah, I like Foster's team. He just. His running backs, or that's he doesn't need much. If he gets like twenty twenty five, uh, a game out of them, that's kind of all he needs. But on the flip side, my team, my team pisses me off. Um, it looks good on, to me. Like I look at it, I'm like, oh, this is a good team, and then I lose like every week. Yeah. I, I like. I don't know. I, I'm kind of hoping Todd Gurley doesn't play this week because I have Malcolm Brown. I just just sit, just sit, Todd. Like I don't, I don't need you playing. Um, Fournette's been good. James Conner, we'll see if he's a little better now that uh, there's literally no one else there after uh, Jalen Samuels got hurt. DeAndre Hopkins is, like, just shitting on me. Like, he literally is just squatting over and, like, just dropping, like, little stool droplets onto both of Multiple leagues. Yeah, multiple leagues. Um, Tyler Boyd's been good for me. I'm happy with Tyler Boyd. Thank God Ian cut Will Disley. Um, That which also reminds me, I think he spent waiver budget on Chris Herndon. Um, Yep. He did sixteen dollars. Yeah, to, to cut Will Disley, um, another. Um, I'm sorry, Ian. I don't know. It seems like I'm picking on you, but these are all things you actually did. So um, we know the title of this of this podcast. Episode, yeah, I'm sure. so sorry. Yeah, next oh. week you're gonna come on. You get a chance to defend yourself. Um, I think it's because our rival in our other league's name is Ian. So yes. you're just like in in the way. Yes, and we shipped him shit. Ian sent um Ian <laughs> gave did ship him shit. ship him shit and a a brick. Um <laughs> which I'm I'm worried about his retaliation because that's not even rivalry week our next time we play. Um, he doesn't even know. <laughs> no, he's, he literally doesn't know that there's one rival it's one week. It's not rivalry weeks. It's it's the second time the second time that he's going to retaliate something to my house when it's not actually rivalry week but whatever um i guess i'll let you guys know when he does that week 12 if he does um we've actually beaten him both weeks we've done that um which makes me happy but um i got uh aj green coming back soon so until then i just kind of hopefully i could just stay around i think my team is good it just it's good till it's not good and that's what it's been not that good um So fuck my team, fuck my couch, and, and my life. So let's uh, go to the not-okay team. We'll do this matchup. Let's go to my matchup. Um, you got any thoughts on your team quick before we uh, talk about Jablon's team? 
I do, I do. So I, I think I've had a little bit of unlucky uh, weeks so far. I think my record could be better than it is. I have been a terrible, terrible player manager and have let left so many points, so many points on my bench every single week. Juju Smith-Schuster, 18.5 points last week when Manny Sanders put up one <laughs> on, on, my, on my roster. The other week, I switch it around. Manny on my bench, Juju starting. You know, it just I just can't get it right. And I have I have the running backs to take me far. Aaron Jones, David Johnson, uh, Joe Mixon, uh, James White. They're all pass catchers. They're all seeing targets. And I, I think if I can get into the playoffs, I, I may stand a chance. But I don't know, like. Guys like Jarvis Landry not living up to my to the the potential that I thought he could. That team is just absolute garbage. Uh, my quarterback situation is in shambles with Breeze getting injured <laughs> in the second week of the year. Um, Darren Waller, I, what can I say about Darren Waller? I, I'm a freaking genius. Uh, drafted him <laughs> in the last round in every single league. Uh, he will be kept in every single league that I can possibly keep him in. Um, and he looks really good. He just—he really looks good. Let's just hope he stays off the weed, duh. Yes. And then you know he'll be—he'll be, he'll be uh, a good player for me uh, uh, for uh, maybe so many years to come. Um, and you know, you mentioned it to me uh, on the side. Uh, San Francisco defense. I'll probably just hang on to them for the rest of the year now. Um, you showed them to me <laughs> by picking them up in our <laughs> league, so I kind of followed suit and took them in this one. And it's uh, it's paying off pretty big for me. Um, next week, though, I got the Minshew in a quarterback, and this might be a Minshew team moving forward. I expect that. Um, Minshew's been kind of underratedly good every week, and um, he has just weird, <laughs> really weird. Uh, that's that he literally came out of nowhere. You know who he reminds me of, though? He reminds me of Bortles. Yeah. Where they're but just kind of hanging around the game all the time. He throws it 35 to 40 times a game. He can run the ball. And he, he, that's fantasy. That's how fantasy, you know, points get accumulated. Yeah, except he, he like, I guess, doesn't throw to the other team, which is the main difference. Or yes. into the ground, which we had Allen Robinson for two years. Um, oh Blake Bortles is the king of throwing the ball into the ground when he's trying to target you. Um <laughs> frustrating that's really frustrating um you know he's a backup on the rams i i i knew he was on a team yeah um that team is fucked if goff gets yeah, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> they really are um i like your team though i always every week i talk about your team's running backs i like like your running backs i think i think it's a pretty good team i don't is it one and four two and three yeah two and three i don't think it's Stuck that hard two and three yeah. to get in it's not that hard to get in the playoffs in this league or at least be in contention so um. Yeah, I, I think could that, be three and two without a reverse jinx. Yeah, you, know? you should that's be. How that go, that's how that goes. You should easily be three and two. Um, but yes, you walked into one. Um, on the flip side, we got another. Uh, we got a three and two team here. Uh, run CMC as we have six teams left. Um, every week I talk about this team. I like his team. He had two guys drop zero though. Um, he lost by twenty four. May or may not have been the difference because one was Mike Evans, but. He has a pretty good team. I like his team. I don't know what Mike Evans' deal is. I literally, he got zero and three targets. He's been all over the place. But um, Keenan Allen, I don't know what the deal with that was. He had six, but he's got McCaffrey. Phil Lindsay's been all over the place. 
Um, he's either good or he's not. Um, Ingram, Ingram's not playing this week, but uh, hopefully he's back next week. I think Watkins is. I already went into this. Don't he plays in Houston next week? If it's sunny, like yeah, if it's sunny and like there's no clouds, play him. If not, you know what to do with him. Uh, Marquise Brown, uh, he's got to stay healthy, but uh, that that's a nice move for him. He has Marlon Mack, who looked awesome. Sutton's been really solid. Um, Chris Thompson's just okay. I mean, he's got Alshon Jeffrey too. He has Golden Tate, so he's a pretty good bench. He's got a lot of guys he could play based on matchup, but mainly he has McCaffrey um, and Allen and Mike Evans if they if he catches the ball, apparently. But, yeah, I like this team. Yeah, so do I. I think you summarized it really well. And, and as long as CMC stays healthy, he's he's going to be in every single matchup every single week. Um, Really solid running backs here with uh, Marlon Mack and Philip Lindsay can just, you know, keep it a little bit more consistent uh you know he'll stay in more matchups um i i don't really like the the teams that a lot of his players are on uh tampa bay you know like james winston i don't know what to make of him i started him because i wanted to cancel out mike evans somehow he did it really well uh (laughs) by like 17 points uh i think i got lucky there that he faced a really good cornerback in uh Lattimore. yeah um and you know having watkins just not play uh, uh pretty much uh getting hurt immediately because he he's afraid of the dark uh yes. really really benefited me so yeah i mean i i think uh i think this team can can easily just stay in the middle of the pack for the entire year and uh maybe position uh himself for the playoffs yeah he's um leading the league in points um which I guess we're we're gonna get into that in the next one. I'm gonna talk about that a little bit. Just a little unlucky, honestly. He he is the most points in the league, other than Mateo, who's at 804. No one's within like 80 points of him, and that through for, through five weeks, that's um that's pretty noticeable. What, what is that? It's about 50. It's okay. It's six about 16 points a week difference that he's putting up between him and it will take Mateo out of it they're both neck and neck and that's actually Phil's team who's in first at five and oh we're gonna Phil we're gonna get into that um but he's putting up 16 points more points a week than our our first place team um so and he's two games back so that's just a, a bit of unluckiness there most um a lot of teams there are at, at 730 two teams are at 730 I'm at 715 so he's just yeah, I mean he's just kind of unlucky to be three and two, honestly. Um But that does lead me into the next matchup. And before we do it, I was telling I was talking to you about this before. Um Phil, you're five and oh. I'd see you're posting pictures of your the standings on Instagram, on Facebook. Um we gotta bring uh the co-commissioner's ego down just a little bit just a little bit phil i'm coming for you a little bit here um points against 665 points against uh that is fosters at 843 okay uh i don't know what that is exactly 178 points okay like additional two weeks a hundred that is a 35 and a half point a diff uh, a week difference. Foster is having thirty five and a half more points a week put on him, 
and he's three and two. Okay, um, and I look, I looked through this. You can look at look as well. If you played a Jablin schedule, you'd be three and two. Now, you just play who's on your mat. You you just play who who you're supposed to play. You just play your schedule. But um, we gotta cool the Jets a little bit. You're already talking about your three peat. Um, you'd be three and two if you played uh, Jablin schedule. You'd be three and two, I believe, if you played Mateo schedule. Now, this is the one that I enjoy. If you played Foster's schedule, okay, and Foster's three and two, um, and going into the season, he was going to be your rival when we did rivalry week, okay? He's three and two. What do you think you would be if you played his schedule? And I have the answer: one and four. You would be down there with Seth, tied for last place at one and four. So we gotta pump the brake, pump the brakes just a little bit, Phil. Um, you have a good team, but. There's some luck factoring in there um, because you would be one and four if you play the same schedule as Foster, who's three and two. All right. Now, when you guys listen to this podcast, yeah, I don't think you're going to notice. It's going to sound like I just went from talking about Phil being tied for last place if he played Foster's schedule to this. And that's because it wouldn't be the Derek Zoolander Keeper League for kids who can't read good and want to do other stuff good to podcast if my calls didn't drop in the middle of the podcast for whatever reason. Um, that does mean that this gets to be over an hour because now that's a restarting. Um, that's what everyone really wanted. That is, that's what the community wanted. That's what the community is getting. Uh, but we're just going to pick up, I guess, where you left off there. I guess I don't really need to beat a dead horse there with that. Phil does have a really good team. It's, um, it's, it's in first place. But uh, Phil, don't reverse jinx yourself because you are – this week and when the time comes to do game picks i will be taking mateo um i for i already said it i'm a firm believer in the voodoo the reverse jinx the uh jinx in yourself and you i'm looking at it right now what did you say to me phil um as i'm looking i'm I'm enjoying your your discussions with ian i i i love them i really hope you guys keep that up okay um I'd love to hear about my greatness. Now, that's not what you're going to be hearing on this podcast. In fact, you actually heard the opposite uh, of that. Um, it, it hasn't been greatness. Um, it, it's 5-0. and oh. You whooped my team. You, you did. But uh, my team is trash also. Uh, I don't have a good team. Um, you said you've been fucking the fantasy god's daughter. Now, that seems... That's going to come back to bite you. Yeah, see, you, you said... She's super pleased, so she told her dad to hook a nigga. And now you you wrote N I G G U H, um, so it wasn't a, a hard E R or an A. It was a U H up with some dubs. My road to the three P will not be stopped. Phil, this is a jinx. You're jinxing yourself. Don't do don't do that to yourself. Everyone who reads it knows it that you're jinxing that yourself. Jinx. Yeah, that's that is what it is. Um, I did like that you you wrote that she has a sister, but she looks like Ian. Um, <laughs> that's, I really enjoyed that. I actually I tried to respond and it didn't go through because I was out at the time, and I was gonna write that I I badly wanted dubs, but I have standards, so I would never stoop that low as to being the second sister who looks like Ian. Um, but I enjoyed that. You've been asking me for the podcast. I know you're expecting me to. Uh, 
just I guess glorify this five and zero team, but I'm gonna consider this a one and four team or a three and two team because if you played anyone else's schedule but your own, um, that's what it would be. And I, I'm not positive, and I'm not gonna look through it, but I'm assuming the teams who have scored uh, 16, 15 more points a week than you would be four and one, five and zero as well. Um, so let's let's pump the brakes a little bit, Phil. Uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do your team now. You'll get a little bit here. We're gonna talk about it whether or not this is a good team, which you're five and zero, so it it must be. But oh man, um, Daniel Jones just just got absolutely boned by by his wide receiver and just... interception off his wide receiver's fingertips. Perfect, perfect uh, uh, possession. Uh, oh, Tom Brady just got picked. The, the Patriots. Tom Brady just gave it back. Fuck you, Tom. Um, he was he was actually targeting Edelman on that. How delayed am I? What in Pretty the delayed. Fuck? We're going, but we're taking this back. Holy shit, we're going. What's going on right now? The Giants just took this back to like the thirty-something yard line. Um, I respect the hell out of that. Okay. Okay. Was, I was, think I need a new uh, new stream. That was live for you guys right there. Um, very live. Very live. Uh, Let's do it live. Oh, there was a flag. Whatever. All right. Doesn't matter. This is not a. Um, we're not announcing things for you, um, but okay. Uh, yeah, so, let's get back to Ian's team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, like when when I saw it, and and Ian, I own a lot of the same guys that you do. Your team that's undefeated looks kind Phil? of like the team that I have undefeated in, in about my Phil? other league. I Phil's have Ingram, undefeated. I have Bell. I have Adams. Okay. I have Kareem Hunt. Yes, Phil. Um, so it's weird that we're like in those regards i actually also have new england defense wow this is this is is odd um but i own mccoy in a league where i hate my team um and he's a big reason i'm not a fan of josh gordon uh because the patriots can pretty much just have anyone do anything at any point any week um so your wide receivers are the ones who are iffy here greg kittle i'm not sold on the niners i'm not sold on jimmy garoppolo uh, you have Shanahan's offense working in your favor there. So, you know, he'll be solid for you week in and week out. Um, but this is this is where you go wrong. And, and Lef and I know this all too well. And I cannot think of a time, maybe, maybe the year that they went to the Super Bowl, but other than that, I can't think of a season where Russell Wilson has led any team to a championship in fantasy. Because you want to know why? There are weeks where he puts up 14 points and 16 points, and those are the weeks that you probably should have lost. But you know what? In when it comes to the playoffs, sometimes a reverse jinx won't won't save you, and and we'll see how the rest of your season unfolds. I'm not positive, but he did win last year, and I think he may have had Russell Wilson. I don't know if he was playing him. I don't believe it. Um, I feel like. It's impossible. Are we able to look back? I feel like how how is our league historian doing that? I can I can I can look back. Um, we we have a league historian in our other league who who does that. Um, I'll find out right now. Yeah, because we most certainly we have a league historian. It's our friend Sam, who actually <laughs> who just resigned from the role because uh, his team's one and four. We have a lot we have a lot of roles in this league. We have our our league historian. We have a uh, former commish. Former guru Dan Jason, one of our friends who does the uh, weekly rankings of how he ranks teams in the league. He does one through twelve. So another thing we enjoy, we have we have Seth with six A's who does the podcast. We have uh, me and Zombil who send dicks and shit 
to our, our rivals and honestly just do dumb things. That's what we're known for in the league. We just do stupid things. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. Ian, you'll have to let us know. You'll have to let us know if you want. If you want Russell Wilson <laughs> you, last year, if gotta, you did, wait, 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 then you, you, you need to. I honestly like. You've got. You probably have some like some voodoo dolls up in your room or something, or like some dark magic working in your favor because like that. To to my knowledge, up until this point, that's an impossibility. So, we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what you say. Before we move on to the next team, you keep calling him Ian. Oh my god, Phil! I'm so sorry. <laughs> and when you when you listen, god, how many times did I do that? Cut him out. And when you listen back to this podcast, if you listen to it, I I guess you don't hear me when you're talking because no, I, I keep don't. saying Phil. I'm like well, then I'm Phil. I'm gonna have to call Ian Phil, Phil when we go, to, go oh. to his team. That's only fair. I really I enjoyed that you kept calling him Ian. Um, I like it. They're rivals. Uh, the the. Uh, they seem to not like each other in fantasy, which I enjoy. So well, we're good. gonna. So that's gonna just get under his skin yeah, even more. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna go to Helen Keller's team, which I will refer to as Ian. Zombo will refer to as to Phil. Yeah. So, okay. um, I guess I'll start here. Um, Helen is a pretty good team. Uh, the th- the problem with Helen isn't the team itself. It's that. Um, I guess I guess I'm gonna. Mm, is, is it tra- is it transgendered like it's a picture of helen keller but it's a man he we're i don't know what's well, like it's holding a penis yeah i don't i don't know what like pro is a pronoun whatever whatever it's i don't know what the he the he she when, when you go to this he she's team you don't really know who he he she is gonna start um any any given week he he she's all over the place with like I when we do the game picks, I, I don't, and I say this every week. It's hard to even pick he she's team because, sorry, his or her team because he, he fuck this is this is gonna be tough. He or she changes his or her lineup all the time. Um, we're just because she is sometimes he and and very confused. Yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna refer to to them as Helen. Okay. Um, he, Helen. Because this is this is killing me. Uh, Helen changes their lineup a lot. Um, Helen does have a good team though, like Lamar Jackson. Uh, Cooper Cup has been, and I'm still sick about Cooper Cup because I I could have kept him and I I kept OJ Howard. You also could have kept Cooper Cup. He was available to you. Yeah, um, I regret not not doing that or uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, is it's a tough break. I said it on the podcast last week. I believe that I felt about uh, Valdez Scantling that that was when we were chasing kind of the week prior or maybe two weeks yeah so the, he, the, when he started him last week he was chasing the week earlier um that wasn't a week to start him um I don't I don't know I don't really buy Valdez Scantling without Devontae Adams I think he needs Devontae Adams to be more viable but um he's got Kamara obviously Kamara's uh Kamara who apparently has a growing issue I don't, we'll see about that but um David Montgomery's been David Montgomery looks awful. I thought he was going to be good, but he I'm just going to read his his lines quickly. 6 carries, 18 yards, 18 carries, 62 yards. His one good game, 13 carries for 67, then 21 for 53 and 11 for 25. I don't know what that works out to and we're going to find out in a second. Um, but it's not it's not good. Um, no. 
He's not, I don't know, he just doesn't look good. I thought he was going to be good. He looked awesome in college. Well, the Bears are terrible. 3.3 yards a carry. Yet the, they're just, they're awful. Um, Ian kind of like was depending on him a little bit as his RB2. Zach Ertz, I don't know really what Zach Ertz's deal is. He hasn't been, there hasn't been one week where I'm like, oh, Zach Ertz was bad. There hasn't been one week where I'm like, oh, Zach Ertz was really good. For whatever yeah. reason, it's been, that's been kind of weird. Um, I, I I've kept saying about this consistently every week about Helen's team. The firepower is a little weird. It's probably has the most depth in terms of the players that he could, he could start. I fucked that one up. That Helen could start. Um, it's, it's a good bench. Jordan Howard, Calvin Ridley, Duke Johnson. I don't know what Duke Johnson's deal is. Um, oh God, you had Pettis on your team last week. I already I already discussed Pettis in one of these. Uh, one of these podcasts, how I feel about uh, Dante Pettis. But I don't know. It's a good team, but I feel like it's missing one more big-time guy. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, Phil's team here, uh, it's it's really it's really not great. Uh, no, I'm just joking. But uh, it, it, he has all of the players that are like the names that you would expect to be good, like Edelman and Ertz and Kamara and Cup, and even Jackson to a degree who is really hyped up this year. Um, Chicago defense, who he spent a boatload of fab dollars on. Yes. Um, Justin Tucker, who, you know, is just solid every single year. These are all very brand name fantasy guys. Um, if, if Lamar Jackson is doing what I think he's doing, and it kind of looks like he's regressing as the year is going because he's actually starting to play defenses that aren't Miami and Arizona. Um, You know, he might have himself, you know, a a, a tough time. Um, And with the amount of dollars that he's spending on on Fab, you know, Phil Phil is really just just in, in for a rough time. Uh, yeah, I kind of agree with that. Both of these teams um, are. I love that I just called them the different names the whole time. The um, Phil, Ian, you are Phil. Just backtracking so that you make sure you guys remember that. To him, at least, that's what you are. Um, <laughs> these are the. I, let me just double check. Phil has the actual Phil has has thirty dollars of budget left and. Okay, Ian is 56. I guess that's not awful, but he yeah. wasted. I'm pretty sure every guy he picked up with his waiver budget are not on his team anymore. I would definitely rather have actual Phil's team than actual Ian's team. Um, and I think it made a really good point about actual Ian's bench. It, <laughs> like, he, he, sometimes it, it's going to be hard. He has the same issue that I have. You know, like, actual Ian can can pick one guy one week and he'll do nothing for him and then he'll bench him the next week and he'll do amazing on his bench like i don't know if he started calvin ridley last week but he had 6.2 last week or the week before that he had 1.6 but like you know he's hit or miss and and he's a guy that you may need to rely on especially during bye weeks um and and it's guys like that that'll win you games when you need to uh with your big men out yeah, uh, that, uh, you make a good point because I think I've actually said that once or twice before as well. It's kind of hard because you have, when you have a lot of players to choose from, you're inevitably going to fuck up. You can't be perfect. You're going to play play guys you shouldn't have. You're going to sit guys you shouldn't have. And 
I know he's been trying to make trades. I think he's been sending out some offers. He needs a, a second running back. I really Actual would not. Ian, you can hit me up because I I have a lot of running backs. Yeah, I really just double check it. I really would not want to rely on David Montgomery as my RB two. He no. he is not good. I mean, maybe he'll be maybe as the season goes, he'll like start to get more uh, points, the more more carries, whatever. But at the moment, he's just not. Yeah. Um, Duke Johnson is not worth playing ever at the moment for whatever reason. They just they don't use him at all. Uh, Jordan Howard has the last two weeks has been good, but he's kind of just scoring touchdowns. Like there's uh, He's an RB3. That's what he is. I think I had Jordan Howard at one point. I'm pretty sure I drafted both Eagles running backs. You did. no you idea did. which one to like have and then being like, oh, well, you know. You did because rather, rather like, I had – I offered you. Um, I wanted Miles Sanders from you at one point. So, I, and then I looked at your draft and saw yep. you drafted him in the seventh. Uh, yep. But I, he wasn't good. His first two weeks, he had no. six carries and no touchdowns. Eight that carries, feel great. no touchdowns. Eleven carries, no touch. So, uh, or one touchdown. But the first three weeks, he put up seven and a half, three point six, nine seven. He wasn't really worth owning. Um, honestly, if you take out the one, like the one week he went off, he fifteen for eighty-seven, two scores. Still, probably not. In a ten-team league, he's not like a must-own. Just... I didn't realize he was so small, to be honest. Yeah, he's. How big is he? I don't know, but uh, when when you see him on the field, like he he looks small. Um, I if I had known that, I wouldn't have drafted him. He's six foot two twenty-four. It says, but also that might be NBA height. Um, yeah. you know what they do, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, Ian, you need to get. I don't know. I, I... Actually, actually, in I think actually. he's. I feel like you're missing. So you have a chance to do something with this team, but you need, like, on the flip side, when you look at Phil's team, you know, like let's say Devonte Adams is in there. You got Devonte Adams. You have Le'Veon Bell. You have George Kittle, um, Ingram. There's a couple guys here that have gone off and can go off like any week. Uh, you know, Kittle, Le'Veon Bell can go off. Ingram's had had a 35-point week, 23-point week. Um, even, like, Woods, Bob Woods had a 30-point week. Obviously, Devontae Adams. I don't see that outside of Kamara and Cup right now. I mean, Edelman Edelman did have a 25-point week. But I don't know. I just feel like it's a little, just a little less for whatever reason. Like, the upside is it's just a little less. Like, I don't think you're putting up 200 points in a week. And as I say that, you probably do it this week just because I said you don't. Uh, let me let me make sure that he hasn't put up 200 points in a week. I'm fairly. I think the most he did was 177, which that seems about right to me. 133, 136, uh, 135, 177, 140, 140. So actually, this team has been consistently like 135, 140 with one week above that. Ian, you got to get higher than that. I think your team could. You're just missing that one more guy. Um, but, yeah, you got to make a trade. I don't know. Maybe trade um, Calvin Ridley for Antonio Brown, who I'm going to keep making that joke about that until it's no longer funny, which might be now. Actually, might be now. We'll see you next week uh, about that one. Um, oh, we have current projections. I was just looking at feeling good. 10 and 3 more cowbell 10 and 3 those are actually the two the two teams projected to come in first and second they're not okay can team. i use fab dollars to increase my projections 
yeah, you can invest fab dollars to to do that. Um, okay. We have power rankings here. Run CMC is the highest rated power rated team, Pretty followed sure by lost. more cowbell, followed by by um, actual Ian. Let's see who's last. The not okay team. The not okay team. Uh, not okay. Ass eating season at nine. I don't know how Seth said eight at one and four, but uh, that's that's just what it is. So. Wow, we spent a we spent a good amount of time on this one. We're gonna we're going into the game picks. I think it's about time, um, about time we got into that. It's about an hour. In. Um, okay, so some of these are going on at the moment. They might sway some of your answers. Like we started Golden Tate and James White. Well, yep. I'm sure, pretty sure neither have done anything. Nope. Um, I'm kind of disappointed about that. I, I should have said something yep. about Golden Tate. I kind of had a bad feeling. Maybe, uh, oh, my God. We're, we're playing this guy, Hillman. Oh, that was, that, was, that was Penny. But that's not what you guys are listening for. No, You guys are watching the game. You're not, you're not listening to this for that. So um, we're, going, we're going to touch down my pants versus Ron CMC. First matchup, projected pretty close. Who does he have playing? He has Sony Michelle playing right now. Um, who do you like in this one? Um. Oh wow, this is gonna be a close one. Yeah. I say, I say, run CMC. Uh, he he's been getting unlucky. This is not the week he will get unlucky, and McCaffrey will continue to do his thing and and carry him this week. Yeah. And Mike Evans will get more than zero points. Guaranteed. Oh man, I'm pretty sure that the pretty sure that the Patriots just <laughs> blocked a kick for a touchdown. Um. That's good for actual Phil's team, who <laughs> I don't know who he's playing. Oh, God, Mateo. Um, Mateo, you're still going to win. I'm still going to pick you. But um, for this matchup, I don't know. I feel like it's Murphy's Law with Steering's team. Even though uh, Ron CMC is having to play a couple guys, he probably he hasn't been playing. Like He might end up putting Marquise Brown. If Mar- Marquise Brown plays, I wouldn't be shocked if he played him. But uh, is Jason Witness tight end? Oh, yeah, because Evan Ingram's not playing. I still yep. think he's going to win by a little bit. I think like 141, 129. Um, are there any Monday night or Sunday night games in this one? Los Angeles defense on Stern. Yeah, uh, all right. I don't think it comes a, down to oh, that. Keenan oh, Allen. Kenny Galladay, um, Monday night. Oh, yeah, and Keenan yep. Allen. I don't know. I think Stern might have an outside chance on Monday if uh, – Kenny Galladay has a big game, but I think Run CMC wins this one by twelve. Um, goes to four and two, knocks Stern to two and four, uh, and that takes us to Monty. So we that, we got actual Ian playing. Oh, your team. We're not going to do that one yet. Um, I'll, and I'll I'll pick that one because you're not going to pick your own team. Um, we'll do Ass Ian season versus Steel and Good here. An- okay. Another one that's going on at the moment. Um, he has, he's playing Tom Brady, who's um, shitting the bed actually so far, not looking good. I don't know. I have a tough time with this one. I honestly don't know. Sometimes you look and they're just like these. Foster's projected to win here by a little bit. I just uh, I don't know. I think I do think Foster wins, but I don't know if this is going to be a good matchup. Both of these teams are going up against really tough matchups for their guys. Yeah, except um, Amari except Cooper Amari, might yeah. kill the Jets. So um, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a Scott. Just, just because of that. Just because of the matchups, or you're just feeling yep. it. 
Yeah, no, I think I think all of these guys have tough matchups. Michael Thomas has a tough one. Julio Jones, I think Arizona's defense is kind of like shaping up a little bit better, and and that team just disperses the ball a little bit more now than they have in previous years for whatever reason. Um, are they even good? I don't even know if they're Ar- good this Arizona? year. I don't think they are. I'm pretty sure they're really bad. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, maybe start throwing it to Julio more. Um, well, how how's he been doing? It's been oh it's yeah, been, they yeah suck. no start start throwing it to him more. He has he has only surpassed double digit targets twice in five games. That's that's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give it to Scott because it it really just apparently Atlanta doesn't like Julio anymore now now that he got paid. So uh, <laughs> you, you would think they try to use him more now that he's paid. That is what you think. I don't. He's had some good games, some some kind of shit games. I don't know. Foster Thielen's kind of been like that also. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Thielen good in this one. I I don't have a reason. I just kind of I have this gut feeling that whatever for whatever reason Foster's teams just kind of win. I don't know, like last year he didn't even draft his team uh, regular season first place. So Foster, I'm taking your team. Um, I don't think you come close to the 191. I think 139, uh, 135 in a close matchup here for Thielen Good. What do we got next here? We got more cowbell versus Shake and Bake. So, oh boy. New well, England D already has 23 points. Now, I've said this every week. They've been like one of the highest scoring players, just players uh, in the league. Like they've been giving first round value if they were just like a player 10 points 39 14 25 14 they have 23 now uh giants need to put up some points and maybe some uh but he did start josh gordon that might um kind of wash it a little bit i don't know the giants need the giants need to score but either way uh they have a sack already a pick of defensive touchdown a block kick um certainly not the start for mateo that he was looking for i'm still gonna take mateo because um, Phil got a little too cocky in the chat, and if he if he does win, which is certainly looking better now, I'll come on the podcast and uh, I will personally apologize to him for that one. But until that happens, I will not. I'm taking Shake and Bake, one seventy five, one fifty eight. So I'm also gonna take Mateo. Here's what I'm gonna say. Phil needs to make sure that Marvin Jones gets more than zero points this week. Otherwise, it's going to be a long, long week for him. And New England better make up for it because he is coming in to the pack stone and he is getting shut down by our amazing defense. Putting it out there right now. Phil, you may want to put another wide receiver in there. Put in Metcalf. Put in Aguilar. I don't care. Put in anybody else. Marvin Jones, he's getting shut down. Um, With that said, I really, really like Mateo's team. Uh, DJ Shark gets it done every single week. Kyler Murray with his legs can get it done any single week. 22 points uh, his first week. 25 against a bad defense in Cincinnati. Atlanta's defense is not very good. I think he gets it done there. Tyler Lockett, I mean, Russell Wilson just throws to Tyler Lockett. He's going he's gonna to cancel t- uh, Russell Wilson out easily. Uh, Dalvin Cook, fantastic. Derrick Henry, I there's no hype around Denver anymore. They're, they're terrible. Um, although it is in Denver, so he's you know Den- uh, uh, Derek Henry is a mini rhinoceros. I don't know how well they do in high altitudes. Um, 
can, can we get can you can we get that looked up uh, by by uh, rhinoceros statisticians? Do rhinoceros do well in high altitudes? Actually, it would be good to know. Ten things you didn't know about rhinos. No, no, mom, not right now. No, 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 not right now. No, not right now. Later. Okay, okay, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> that's what you get for living at home. Um, <laughs> that was great. Uh, she's about to walk in. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, we're, I think we are looking up something about the rhinos. Yeah. Are they good in, if they if they're good in high altitudes? I don't think they are. I'm pretty sure they're not. And if they're not, you know that actually might sway this this matchup. So uh, that'll be important. Mateo, look that up before starting Derek Henry. Um, Austin Hooper, he's just solid every single week. Odell Beckham, I expect good things against Seattle. Uh, I think I think the way Cleveland plays is is very bipolar. Uh, they're bad. They're good. They're bad. They're good. So this is a good week. Um, and you know, Austin Eckler, I don't know. For whatever reason, he'll do well. He always does, especially since it's going to be on the primetime TV. Uh, probably two touchdowns or something. Okay, I like that call. Um, thank, thank you. I like that he actually <laughs> – now, Mateo, I'm not sure why you did this. There was no reason to. Um, he, he like, changed his whole wide receiver situation around. He's starting the same guys, but he moved them. So – he put DJ Chark Jr. and Lockett out of the flexes into wide receiver roles and has de- like designated Odell into the first flex spot. Now, I don't I think know. he's sending a message. Yeah, see, I was going to say, I've done that. Um, there was a year in fantasy baseball. I had, or me and Seth had, I should say. We had Carlos Correa, Corey Seager, and um, the other really good young, uh, Lindor. So this is actually a keeper league. We had all three of them at the same time, and we thought Lindor was going to be the best of them. We weren't happy with what he was. Uh, sorry, we thought uh, Correa was going to be the best of them. weren't ha- wasn't happy with what he was doing, so we moved him out of the shortstop spot into the utility spot until he earned that role, and eventually he did. So that's maybe what Mateo's doing here with OBJ. And if he is, I respect that, Mateo. If that is what you're doing, and you listen to these. Post it in the group me because I respect that. If it's if it's not, then you don't have to post anything. And uh, and we'll know. Yeah, and I, I guess we'll know, or we'll just take it that you. I'm gonna assume you listen. I feel like you might listen to these. So yeah, if you don't post anything, then then we'll we'll know. If you do, then we'll also know. So I get get back to us on that. I want to know if you're sending OBJ a message after uh, he has he hasn't been good in three weeks. Uh, he he's put up like 20 points combined over the last three weeks. Uh, so yeah, we are. Right, we're taking Mateo in this one. That I'm gonna let you do my matchup, and I guess I'll do yours. So I'll okay. do I'll do yours first. Yours is uh, projected really close at the moment. Are you who are you playing? Um, who you got in right now? I'll just. Oh no, we missed one. Okay, this is actually Jablon versus Stern's team. Oh, we did that. I clicked on the wrong yeah, we one. Did that one. Clicked on the wrong one. Um, Me versus actually in. Okay, you were yeah. Okay, so this one is not projected to be that close. No. Um, no. I really hope that James White could do something because I'm tired of TMC losing. But um, Julian Edelman has like also the Giants have had the ball the entire game. Yeah, there's been picks, and th- that score was a block punt. Um, Edelman was actually the one that got picked on, or not picked, but like he was targeted on that pick. Uh. 
I don't know. I feel like it's going to be... Oh, God, you have to start Jared Cook. That probably doesn't feel good. We drafted him. We thought he was... How come you're playing him and not Delaney? Um, I'm a little bit concerned about uh, Mariota in Denver. Oh, yeah, he isn't... He's, he was good for the first three weeks, but hasn't been good the last yeah. two. And he's old now, and he's dealing with an injury. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Izzo, Ian, that's an interesting one. He is... Cook's been used a little bit more. I think I was trying to pick up another tight end, and I missed out on it. <laughs> Maybe was it Everett? No, no. I, 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 don't, I don't think Everett's going to do anything. I think it was just like a, one of those fluky yeah. kind of games. Seems like one of those where you're chasing what he did the last week or two before. But yep. um, I don't know why you're projected to lose by so much. Because they're shitting on my wide receivers. Landry's 12, Schuster's 13, Mixon's only 11. Yeah, they did shit on Mixon this week. I guess and James White came down a little bit. I don't know. I feel like this might be a close one. Um, Ian, the the one week, outside that one week he really went off, has not um, really had more than 140 points or so. Uh, Edelman just got a small catch, but... I don't know if you could get to like 145, you probably win this one. That's at least what historically through the first five weeks it's kind of been. If you got to 145 on Ian, you won. Um, I think you might. Yeah, and I feel a little disrespected that he's not starting uh, Valdez Scanling against me. Uh, he's going to obviously go off um, as, as you know a Packer uh, against the Lions on a Monday night game in Green Bay would obviously do. Um, so yeah, you know, start Calvin Ridley in your flex, uh, start Curtis Samuel in your flex in a 9.30 a.m. game, and uh, leave leave MVS on the bench, see what happens. <laughs> that seems like a taunt from Zombie. Uh, Ian, take the taunt or don't, uh, but I don't know, I feel like this is going to be a close one. I don't know, They both both of these teams are two and three. I think Ian does end up having a pretty good week. I'd be surprised if I won. I think I'm going to take Ian 153, 141. But it could be if close. If I put up 141 points, I would be happy. I think... Did Edelman just get another... Oh, no. It's, another, it's a white wide receiver that is an Edelman. Um, the, the, the main reason is I'm not sure that, um, Duke, uh, that David Johnson is going to play. Um, what? Yeah, David Johnson might not play. He hasn't practiced all week. Um, so I don't know if he's gonna play. That might be a tough one if he does. If he doesn't play, you probably get blown out. But is he broken? He's got like some back issues. So I think that's the difference for me there. Um, might hamper he's your upside a little bit. Aaron Jones just had four touchdowns last week. Pride so won't. David Jones. Probably won't score again for the next month after that, just because he has eight touchdowns. <laughs> um, <Good luck> trade. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm gonna take Ian in this one, but I seem to be wrong a lot. Oh, James White oh, just James got a White. catch. Good for go. you, James. Um, all right, so we're going to go to the next one. I guess that just leaves you picking my matchup. This is actually the only matchup that doesn't have anybody playing at the moment. Um, my team versus Seth's perfect team. Uh, who yeah, you got? I mean, uh, I, I, your team is just so much better on paper, like Todd Gurley, uh, James Conner. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun Watson, like those guys should be able to carry you every single week. Um, Slayton actually having a pretty nice night already on on your bench, um, but obviously a tough first start, uh, especially with the guys that you that you have uh, over him. Um, 
you know, uh, Mark Andrews on Seth's side, a little bit banged up. Mike Williams, uh, I don't know what his deal is. Has he been a, he, yeah, okay, he had a nice game last week. Um, you never really know what you're going to get out of him, I feel like. Uh, McLaurin, uh, Scary Terry, I think he'll actually, you know, you might have to worry about him this week with uh, uh, what's-his-face coming back uh, to start at quarterback. Um so uh, yeah, th- this one might be close, but uh, left. I think you, I think you pull it out in a close one around like uh, one. Or I think you, I think that projection is pretty spot on. So you get like one fifty to uh, one forty. I die. I badly need a win. I badly need a win. I can't drop to two and four. Um, if I get to three and three, I think I'll be okay to make a playoff run. But if I drop to two and four, I just I don't know. Um, also don't know how much Seth like even checks this. Like he might have Ty Hill playing this week. I don't know if he's even gonna put him in. He's got a bad um, uh bye. Tyreek? Oh, oh, I I thought you were saying uh, T. Y. Hilton. Yeah, Hilton. Um and if D- David Johnson doesn't play, he might be able to play Edmonds. So I don't know, Seth's lineup might look a little different by the time yeah. this all starts. But I hope I, I barely need a win because I have AJ Green coming soon, hopefully. I think that'll give me another layer to my team i badly need aj green um actually i think i'm projected the most points this week or i was i definitely was um not anymore because phil's defense has like 23 points but i was um doesn't mean anything i'd rather not be projected the most points actually but all right i think we got through everything this is gonna by far the longest podcast that i've done and everyone's been asking me for a podcast. There you go. You guys got content for this week. You got a nice. It's been the best know. one, so it I, had to be the I longest. I think it one. might end up having been the best one. Um, yeah, you're we the had, only uh, one. We had your mom interrupt. Yeah, we had me, uh, you know, calling uh, Phil, Ian, Ian, Phil, actual Ian, the actual Phil. Dropped. You know, it's been, it's been a wild ride. Just there was a lot going down. We looked up um, rhinos and altitude. Uh, so wait, what was the answer to that? I I don't. So I did. I look at where they live. They live in like Asia, um, in Africa. I don't think they live in the mountains. A rhino's good in altitude. I don't. I don't feel like that's something that like Google is just gonna have readily available. No, it says like why should we save rhinos? Yeah, yeah. Um, they they live in Africa and Asia. Black rhinos. Wow, they specifically call out black rhinos, and there are no white or brown rhinos anywhere on this page. I think there are white rhinos, though, somewhere. Oh, there totally are. Black rhinos use dark-colored mud to protect their skin. Um, wow. I guess I don't know. Um, grasslands. Now they call mud dark. Jesus. It says gra- grasslands and savannas support rhinos' grazing habits, so I don't think they live. Oh, yeah. Um. All right, I think to close this podcast out, just so you guys know, a group of rhinos is called a crash. What? Just fun fact uh, for everybody. And also, if anyone's interested, apparently there's rhino bedliner. I don't know. I mean, you know what? I'm, I'm not. I feel like this is a dark hole. That once I start looking up more, where do you rhino bedliner? Where do you get? Who's a rhino bed liner dealer? Like who? How do you get into that line of work? 
Uh, how do you, how, I wonder like how much, can you There's buy a fish that looks like a really small dolphin called a Vakita. Alright, we've gone off um, the rails. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm looking up how much rhinos cost to buy at this point. You, you can't buy rhinos. Um, but yeah, okay. So, I'm going to have to mix these together. I think uh, this was a pretty good podcast. Some nice, some nice content for you guys today. Did game picks. We did a lot of recaps. I got some rants in. Um, next week, is going to be two podcasts. A short uh, mid-season awards. I'm going to make some awards up. I don't know, I might do like, you know, when you're a kid and your team goes 0-20, but you still get a trophy. I might give everyone a trophy, but... I'd like one of those. Um, is, is how about you might get a, you're going to get a trophy. Um, yes. I don't know, I'm going to have to incorporate Foster into it somehow, because he's going to be on it. Maybe I'll let him, like, make up something that he can, he can dish out some some awards, and then I'm going to... The second chance trophy. Yeah, you have a second chance trophy <laughs> for being on the podcast. Um Ryan Aldino, that's what he's in as my phone in my phone as Ryan Aldino, uh, and then we have Ian. So I'm gonna let Ian. I feel like I destroyed Ian today. I'm sorry. It wasn't intentional. These are just all things that you did. Like you you did these things. I'm just kind of I'm just reading them. Like I didn't spend thirty dollars on anyone, but no, you did not. <laughs> mainly um, Nelson Aguilar, who actually is not even on your team anymore as the or Patriots 16 for Will Patriots, Disley and dropping him. The Patriots just got another pick. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. Um, oh God. Ian. Are you going to get your chance? Uh, and then after that, I don't think I have anyone for week eight. So if any of you made it this far, put your name in line, you guys could be week eight and we're getting there. I mean, we're getting there next week is the halfway point. Kind of can't believe that already. It's halfway through our fantasy season. Um, but yeah, this was uh, one of my more enjoyable podcasts so far. Zombil, thank you for being on. Oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate uh, you inviting me, and uh, maybe I'll uh, fill that uh, that week eight slot if no one else wants to. Yeah, if no one comes on, um, it's all yours. Uh, I know, I know, Phil's been trying to get on again, but phil's giving me too much content in the the actual group me to ha- maybe have him on again but we'll see we'll see maybe maybe i'll do like a group one right? we can maybe get like a group on um maybe get a couple hosts uh oh that'd be fun we'll see we'll see um I, this this was like an hour hour 20 okay that's pretty good that's pretty good we did a good job that's solid um okay uh so i'm your host Dikembe. it's your this was your week five recap week six game pick podcast um until next time